Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven things you should say no to as a marketer. Neil? What's your thoughts? So the first thing you should say no to as a marketer is making changes without data. Too many marketers are making changes based on their gut, even when it comes to like just adding an exit pop-up. Well, if you're not testing it, like A-B testing it, you don't know what's going to happen. Sure, you may think it's going to drive you more emails or sales, but if it ticks people off, then you're screwed. It can ruin your brand and cause long-term damage. Make sure you're tracking and testing everything with data. So if you don't have the data and you don't have the ability to track the data, don't make a change. Get the tracking and the data set up right first. Number two is saying no to looking at the tactics all the time. So what I mean by that, a lot of marketers, we like to look at all the new stuff that's happening, all the new ad platforms, all the new little tactics that we can execute on. But that just leads to being in tactical hell, right? Where you're able to, where you're just trying all these new things, but you're really not getting anywhere but you're, you're mistaking that, that motion for actual movement uh, in your business. And just, just because you're moving along doesn't mean you're, you're actually moving the business forward. So just keep that in mind. Don't focus on tactics all the time. Look at your overall strategy. And if the tactics actually align with it, focus on that. Think about the things that are going to take the least amount of time that are going to be cheap and are going to ha- have a high impact on your business before saying you're going to try all these new things because doing that can lead to a big standstill for your business. The third one is don't make short-term gains for long-term losses. A good example of this is the changes we made to the Crazy Egg and Hello Bar homepage in which we realized that minimal homepages cause more signups. But what we eventually found out is these minimal changes, right? Minimal homepage, landing pages, designs, etc., it created long-term brand confusion. And normally we were getting quarter over quarter natural growth, right? from things that excluded SEO, pay-per-click, whatever, just through branding, people typing in our names, we were getting more growth, more natural signups. When we started making these changes, we noticed a slowdown in that natural growth, yet we didn't make the change back to our old home pages. So yes, that one A-B test caused us more signups and more revenue in the short run, but in the long run, it has hurt us. So don't make short-term gains or don't make changes that cause short-term gains for long-term revenue losses. Number four is say no to the lack of organization. Oh my God, organization, that's so boring. Processes are so boring. But if you're running any type of growth machine at all, you have to have organization. I recommend taking a look at Growth Hackers projects. 
that's going to allow you to organize all your tests, all your experiments, all your ideas into one area, and you can collaborate with your team on it. You can also reward the people that are running the best tests. And that way you have a much more collaborative and organized effort when it comes to running your marketing experiments. On the same side of things, you should be looking at how you're, you're going about uh, you know, documenting your, your marketing processes and tactics. Because if you hire other people on, you're going to want to be able to plug and play pretty quickly. A lot of people don't like to think about this stuff, but it is the lack of organization that helps or doesn't help you scale where you need to go. So that's number four. Neil, what's number five? Number five is don't do too many things at once when it comes to your marketing. I don't care how big or small you are. The bigger it is, the slower you're going to end up moving. Everyone's like, we want to do pay-per-click, SEO, content marketing, conversion optimization, email marketing, etc. all at once. Fix each marketing channel and then expand and do more of them. So focus on one at a time. I don't care how big or small your company is. If you're really big and you have a ton of people and you think you can move fast enough, pick a handful of them, like maybe two or three, but don't pick five or 10 and just be like, we're going to go after all of them and fix them all at once. It's never going to happen. You're making too many changes at once. You won't know what's actually helping you or hurting you. So focus first on things like SEO. Once you get it right, then move over to content marketing. You get that right, then move over to social media marketing. Get that right, then do email marketing, etc. Pick whatever ones you want to do first based on what ones you think are the easiest to do and will have the biggest impact. That's how you prioritize. And once you accomplish and do each of them and you think you're at a point where it's working well enough, then expand from there into other marketing channels. But if you do too much at once, you're going to overwhelm yourself. Number six is actually a point that that uh, piggybacks on Neil's point. You should say no to trying to take everything on as your as on your by yourself. I should say, and this is a good example. I mean, when I first started doing marketing, I was interested in everything. Right, I was interested in SEO. I was interested in paid advertising. Just everything across the board. And yeah, you can certainly become a a jack of all trades, but you're not going to be able to be good at all of them. So you have to understand that. And once you're able to understand that, then you're able to delegate out, right? It's really figuring out which tasks that you're exceptional at and which tasks that you're not good at. Delegate those out. And eventually, even in tasks that you're really good at, if you're running a company, you need to take those off your plate too. Because Vern Harnish from uh, Entrepreneurs Organization said that the organization's weakness is the CEO's strength. So keep that in mind. If you are, in fact, a leader of the company, you need to be making sure that even though marketing is your strength, you have to be taking that off your plate eventually. Number seven, and this is a simple one, don't run A-B tests on the same part of the funnel, more than one of them, at the same time. I see way too many people doing this, like, oh, I'm just going to run a ton of multivariate tests. I'm going to run a test on the homepage and checkout page. Um, And that's fine. You want to go do that? go for it. But you know what? You're going to find out that most companies won't be able to track everything right. And they're going to be like, oh crap, I did a A-B test on the homepage and one on the checkout page. And here are the both winners variations at one. And then when they roll them both out, they're like, wait, we didn't see the same type of gain that our testing showed. Why? Because most companies don't have tracking set up right. And it's really hard to do it, especially when you're having multiple channels that are driving in the revenue. So don't focus on making too many changes in one part of your funnel at once. Do one change, get the results, then make another change after that. All right, that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.